You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's go. Let's go. They got the uh, the ESPN feed. Let's let's we'll get to it. The New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans at 14. That's chalk. The 13th pick belongs to... The Toronto Raptors. 13. That's chalk. Yep. They have Shocked one, out. They had a 1% chance. Playing hopscotch. Picking 12th will be... The Oklahoma City Thunder. Chalk. No surprises yet. Pick's still going this according to form. This is big for Chicago and Dallas right here. The 11th pick in the NBA draft will go to... The Orlando Ooh. Magic. Now Orlando that comes from Chicago. From Chicago. This due is to the big for trade. Dallas because now the Mavs keep their pick no matter what pick happens. Number 10 will be made by the Dallas Mavericks. Remember, the Mavs tank to get out of the play in tournament. That's why they get to keep this pick. Due to the Chris Dapps Porzingis trade. The ninth pick goes to. The Utah Jazz. We are all chalk so far. And the Mavs were smart, even though that was a gutless decision at the end of the season. The eighth pick will be made by the Washington Wizards. Chalk. Yep. So we're chalk. We are all chalk so far. It's seven left. The seventh pick in the NBA draft belongs to the Indiana Still Pacers. Still chalk. Chalk. All right. Dude. Yo. Pick number six goes to. You don't want. The Orlando Magic. Chalk. Everything going to Chalk. Thus far, only one envelope left. Chalkage. In the top four. Here we go. The fifth pick will be made by. The Detroit. Detroit had the Detroit finished with the worst record in the NBA, so they have fallen out of the top four. Major. And that means there so are Portland four jumps into remaining. the top four. So it's Portland, Damn Charlotte, Roy. San Antonio, and the Rockets still remaining. Portland, Charlotte, San Antonio, and the Rockets. My goodness. So that's the main headline. The secondary headline, though, is that you have avoided the worst case scenario. Yes. Yeah, that, but that, yes. the second worst case scenario is that you fall to four. Right. So here we go. We're we're uh, they're, they're taking a break right now. Uh, y'all's overall thoughts right now. Uh, they need to be in the top three. That's yes. that's really the bottom line for you, Spo, right? Yeah, there is because it does drop off once you get past Henderson. Once you get past Wimbenyama, Henderson, and Miller, 
there's a pretty clear drop off when it comes to the rest. You know, the prospects after that are still good, but the floor is a little bit lower. And I think the ceiling for these guys is probably a little bit lower also. And for a team that's looking to compete next year, I think you want Miller or Henderson. I think they help you a lot. Wimbim Yama obviously is probably a little bit more of a project, but the ceiling, there is no ceiling on yeah. the type of guy like that. Like if you think of teams in terms of like having a big three, and that's not to say that you have to have a big three, but if you think of it in terms of that, these are the three guys that you feel like could be a part of a big three, like kind of the all borderline all-star to perhaps a superstar level of talent. There aren't any other guys in the draft that you feel great. It's not to say that it can't happen, but it's not another guy in the draft that you feel that great about it being. And that's why the, the big thing to come of this or a big thing to come of this, obviously the big thing is that you still have a shot at Victor Wimanyama. But the other big thing is that a new worst case scenario has now been created. And a, and a different one, obviously, avoided. And remember, we, we can talk about all the, you know, picks and whatnot, or, or, you know, all the guys that they've drafted, you know, in, in the past. They also have the $60 million in cap space, too, which helps you really supplement that roster. So um, this, so far, is working out the way that they wanted it to work out. And uh, this is now three years in a row where it's been a coin toss for them to stay in the top four, and they've won that coin toss. So they picked second two years ago. They picked third last year. Now they're in the top four once again. Doke is such a hardo, man. I mean, he looks <laughs> like he wants scared? to. He looks like he wants to. No, he looks like he wants to rip someone's dang head off. Oh man, but what is he? What do you? No, what I do love you admire him, him my for? It's his intensity. That's been my guy for months. That's my guy. That was the right guy to. Yeah, to no, hire. and you were 100 percent right love on that. that guy. Like, in terms, especially in terms of basketball reasons, like he is, he was the hottest head coach candidate that there was. I think y'all hit on this one in the loop earlier in the week. Like the fact that they landed him before the head coaching landscape really became what it is and what is what it's now become like that's a big deal so like you've already kind of fixed one problem or in some ways like found a different direction that you're trying to go in from a head coaching standpoint now here's from a player standpoint where you can change the direction of your team so let's let's just point out detroit obviously the biggest losers of this night they they finished with the worst record last year they won't even get a top four pick big winners aside from the teams that are still alive dallas gets to keep their pick and then Orlando gets another lottery pick on top of the one that they that they had from themselves as they complete the Nick Vucevic trade. And you got the Rockets and Spurs sitting up there at the top. Uh, no strangers to having that top spot uh, and turning their franchises around quickly when they get that uh, that top spot. And uh, then this Charlotte could be another too. instance. <laughs> you have in there's there's the Damian Lillard stuff with Portland. You know, that obviously would change the trajectory of that franchise. Yeah. And then there's Charlotte, which just has absolutely nothing. And they could really use a nice injection of talent right here, especially when it looks like Michael Jordan's going to finally sell the team. Yeah. And well, that to me is an interesting thing, because I wonder, does he still just went up? Do you want (laughs) to but do you still want to sell the team with that guy uh, joining it? Like, do you maybe like I would I would maybe wait a few years after he kind of, you know, is what he is and. I think he's like, ready to cash out. I think he wants to cash out those chips. Probably so. He probably just wants to sit at the Atlantic Atlantic City but, casinos or whatever. But I, I can only imagine the feeling over at Toyota Center, um, what Ime Udoka is like on the stage right now, what Rafael Stone is like. Remember, Tillman Fertitta, he asked everybody to pray for Victor back in February. You know, I, I'm sure there's some prayers going on right now also with him. Yeah, pray but, for but, Victor. I mean, but think about it, y'all. You go through three years of losing and if you're a Rockets fan like and you've kind of stayed through it like you've been actually watching these games over the last three years first of all God bless you because Adam Adam Spillane and I are here we've we've done it for work I've done it in part for passion as well but it's been a lot to endure so imagine like being 
in the thick of it or being at the heart of it. If you're part of this Rockets organization, you've been a part of this losing, even if you contributed to it in some sort of in some sort of fashion. Like this changes Bro, everything. Is that a disposable Bro, camera? My he's man, got? Victor w- has a wind up camera. Man, they must do it different over there in France. Technology my tends to right it takes there. a little while for the technology to get there. But cameras, though, and especially at that age, what is he nineteen? I, I'm surprised. I respect that. Well, but I'm surprised he even knows what it is. I'm right, surprised he even knows what it is. Let's see uh, what let's we go got. Back. Let's see what we got. Thanks again, Malika. The fourth pick in the NBA draft goes to the Houston oh, Rockets. God. All right. The third pick belongs to not the Spurs. The Portland oh, Trailblazers. <laughs> oh no. Say it ain't so. Please, the second no. pick will be made by Please, San Antonio. Please. The show. Oh my God. God. And that means that the number one pick in the 2023 oh, NBA wow. draft goes to the San Antonio Spurs. Well, the Pop's going to stick around another 10 years now. Uh, obviously, this is, it's not the worst outcome for the Rockets, but it's up there because not only now do you fall out of the top three, but maybe a generational prospect is now 180 miles away from you and he's in your division. Yeah. And so yeah, and this is get, not good. Yeah, you got to play him three, four times a year. And so, yeah, that's that that's major, man. Like the energy, like the the air out of the room right now for me, man. Like, wow. Wow, man. The Spurs win again. Like the graphic right now on ESPN, if you guys aren't watching, is, is showing how they get David Robinson in 1987, Tim Duncan in 1997, and now – the direction of their franchise changes, as I was just saying, whoever Victor Wembanyama would go to would change the direction of their franchise. That's now the San Antonio Spurs instead of the Houston Rockets. Very, very, uh, very much a, a gut punch for Rockets fans. Yeah, that's really the best way to put it. I mean, this is the guy that you've been waiting, you know, a generation for. It's, it's really a two-piece, it's, it's, yeah. uh, Landry, it's a two-piece combo, honestly. Yeah, it's because, beyond a two-piece combo. Well, no, it's a, at the very this, least. This is a number two water sized Well, it's at the very least a two-piece combo from this standpoint. You miss out on Vic and you're outside the top three. And now you've got a, dis- a discussion to have and we'll have it. Like, the conversation now is what do you do with the yes. number four pick? Yes. Like, do you pick at number four? Which I think is a fair conversation and discussion to have. Do you pick at number four or do you trade number four to package for a disgruntled star or a departing star, someone else who might be on the market, not just in free agency, but actually that's on a team that you might be interested in. Because one thing to remember and to keep in mind about their cap space and them having all of this money, they can also absorb salary yes. because of it. So that's something that they would be interested in or could be interested in at the very least. And something I think would be an interesting debate amongst Rockets fans. Do you want whatever might be available to you? What we think is going to be outside that top three, what might be available to you at number four, or would you prefer to try to trade that pick? Or do you try and trade up? Obviously, you're not going to be able to trade up to one. And it would be it's hard to trade with Portland because if Portland were to trade three, they would want vets. They would want to be able to supplement the roster that they already have with Lillard, who's getting older. But what about Charlotte? Charlotte is a team with very – it's LaMelo Ball, and that is it. So if you're the Rockets, do you approach Charlotte and say, hey, we'll give you four, plus we have some other assets that we can give you, both draft assets that we have coming from Brooklyn from the Harden trade, or maybe some of our own draft picks moving forward, or maybe some of these young guys that we have as a way to move up for, for them. Yeah, and then my question to that would be, is there a play, like, and we know the two players that we're talking about, right? Yes. We're talking about Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller, the ones that we mentioned earlier. 
do you believe that either one of those players is worth doing that for? And, and I think that's an open question. I'm I'm actually not really sure. I like both of them, but I don't know how much I, how desperate I would be to trade up for them as opposed to trying to trade the pick away to go get a proven star. Especially since you missed out on Victor Wembanyama, like you missed out on the prize of this draft. So I, I'm not sure if it's worth it to try to go get the second best guy when he's in no way. In, in any shape or form com- in comparison to what the prize actually was here. Well, let's take a look at the guys who are in that next tier. You're talking about the Thompson twins, Amen Thompson, Asur Thompson. They both played for the overtime elite. Um, and, you know, uh, and, and, uh, also in, in where, 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 where is that at? It, it's no, in the elites. Yeah. But yeah. where are they, where are they, where are they from? That's a good question. Um, This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But either way. They, either way, yeah. They, they, I, they, I didn't well, know where they were from. The, the point about them, though, is that, is, and especially Amin, the, the, I guess. The two-time MVP. Yeah, there's he, one that's a two-time MVP and there's they're one from that's Florida. first team. Okay, Florida. Yeah, they're from South Florida. Yeah, but he's somebody that could fulfill that point guard role that I was talking about. Like earlier when I mentioned, hey, is there a player in this draft that maybe answers your point guard question to maybe you? Where it, like let's say that you don't even get a chance at James Harden. There's, there's there's also that possibility that we haven't discussed. As much smoke as there is around James Harden coming back, he also could go back to Philly. He could go elsewhere. Like there are other possibilities with James Harden. So what if that actually just doesn't happen? Would you be interested in one of these other prospects as a potential point guard for you? Either the Thompson twin that I mentioned, Jarris Walker is an interesting guy. Yep. He would fill a need for them as a defensive presence, especially uh, at the five position. That's something that they've really been lacking. So now yep. there are there are a lot more possibilities on what of what they could do with this pick than there would have been had they gotten one or had they stayed in the top three. Had they stayed in the top three, they're going to use the pick. But now that they fall out of the top three, now there are a whole lot of other possibilities that we can talk about. Yeah, and I, and I was wondering, like, if, if you had a top three pick, you could probably make a case that th- two years from now you're getting your best player. Is that, I mean, is that a possibility? Is it, is it still possible in the top four? Like, how much of a drop-off was there? I Yeah, I, I don't see anybody they're, they're, outside the top three being better yeah, than the guys they're, that they're, you have on your team. Those, no. those guys are so raw, and we have not, you know, like, the Thompson twins are, are so raw, and we have not seen them play real competition. I mean, they're they're playing, you know, overtime elite. I, I, I have not seen one of their games. Jarris Walker is a nice prospect, but I don't see him being better than one of the guys that you already have on the roster. I don't see him being the best player on a championship team. I don't, I don't think that's there. I don't know if he would even be the type of guy who would be the second best player on a championship team. Whereas the top three in this draft, I think you could say they had the chance to be the best player on a championship team or at worst, the second best player on a championship team. Yeah, see, Jarris Walker, and we can talk about him since he is a U of H guy, and he'd be a one-and-done guy. Like, he's somebody who could be an effective player in the NBA for, like, a decade plus. And just, you look up, and he's just on teams. Like, he's always got a job, and he's always effective. He's doing things that, you know, affect winning. Like, he is that type of player. But I view him as more like in the 
like y'all know Robert Williams from from the Boston Celtics. Like I view him as kind of in that vein, like just really more so of a, a defensive player who's not going to give you a ton offensively, maybe a little bit more it's than a great that. Great lob threat, a, a really good lob threat, a good athlete, but not somebody that's going to really change the direction of your franchise if you don't already have that type of guy to begin with. Like you, you need a Jason Tatum type of player for him to be what he needs to be or what you need him to be. Brandon Scott, Adam Spillane, uh, Landry Locker here. The uh, lottery special. The lottery is complete. One of the one of the nightmare scenarios. We talked about it before Man. the start. Uh, Rockets fall out of the top three, and the San Antonio Spurs get the top pick. Uh, let's take a little bit of a break. I, I want to ask these guys a question. Uh, there was one thing. If you talk to a lot of people who cover the NBA, you talk to a lot of people that know the Rockets very well, there was one thing that the Rockets needed more than anything. There were different ways to get it, but there was one thing they needed more than anything. Are they now in serious jeopardy of failing to get it? The lottery special continues next. 